Thank you for downloading this free podcast. And also want to take a second to remind you to pick up your copy of Nightmare at Nibbler's. Of course, it's the real life ghost investigation of Greg Nibbler's house available now for your forever copy at funemploymentradio.com slash store. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't know if the world's ready for that, though. Well, we need to have a thing. No, I mean, we had our thing no. last time. We need to do something else. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I mean, Greg, the thing is, if you want to make a no, career from this, you have to start I'm somewhere. I'm a rapper for children, not adults drinking at a bar at a comedy <laughs> show. That's not that's a different it's the wrong audience. That's why. That's why I can't do it. I think that it's a good test audience. No, that it's is the wrong to, test audience. Because adults who have been drinking are a lot like children. Reading, writing and arithmetic. There you go. You know your Tom's tables, homie, that's sick. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. <laughs> See, I can't do it. Oh I can't my do it. God. That just came naturally, too. You didn't even have to relook that up. It's because I'm so good at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a rapper for children. Yes. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank <laughs> you for finding us. All right. So we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today. Um, we have uh, an interview that we're going to be playing here in a little bit with... with uh, Chris Gethard. Chris Gethard. Which he keeps phonetically, like he, he says his name many times and he also says the way it's spelled. So he says Chris Gethard. Mm-hmm. And that's all I can think now. Like whenever I talk about him, I'm just like Chris Gethard. But it's Chris that's Gethard. rather demanding. So Chris Gethard, <laughs> he, we're going to be playing that uh, interview here in just a little bit. He's at Helium Comedy Club this weekend uh, here in Portland. So that is March 13th and 14th. So you can get your tickets now at heliumcomedy.com. He's awesome. And uh, if you have never looked up Chris Gethard, he's done a lot of things, but he has this phenomenal public access show that's now it's going it's going on to cable. It, it, it's it's really amazing. It's yeah. fascinating, and he's got these like dedicated fans in this chat room that Sarah and I were in. They're they're in there twenty four hours a day in this video chat room. Greg based and I around got him. sucked back into nineteen ninety nine, and we were in a chat room this morning, it's, it's, and it was the best thing ever. It's hard to explain, but uh, Chris Gethard, he is awesome. So we'll play that here in a little bit. Also, we want to say thank you to to uh, Adam Posse because Sarah and I and Kenny and we saw several of you uh, that were there last night as well were part of the comedy show last night. At uh, Funny Humans versus Horse. Yes. So it was a comedian's Which game is of horse. Very, very hard, by the way. Like uh, it's so, a tough concept. And it's a no, not even the concept. It's just all three of the comedians. It was uh, Noriko Ott, Bree Pruitt, uh, Scoot Herring. They were all really, really good. But um, well, we had to vote somebody. But down we there. had to, like, or else it would just go on forever. So Greg and Kenny and, and my job was basically to just be the assholes and try to nitpick something bad out of the set. <laughs> like I gave Noriko a letter because he cut his hair. I'm like, I don't know what I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you got to do something, you otherwise you go all night. You're all winners. You all get participation awards. Now we had to do it, uh, but it was it was a lot of fun. So big thank you to them over there at uh, Kickstand Comedy. And finally, the other thing I want to say here at the top. Wow, just a big monologue. Since today. we're talking about comedy, sure. I want to remind everybody. Tickets are on sale now for the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. Yes, I just made a Facebook event today. So if you okay. plan on going or you want to go, please uh, attend the event. And of course, you can find us on Facebook, Fun Employment Radio. And yeah, the the event is going to be April 1st at the Secret Society. Yes. Doors at 7, shows at 8. It's done usually before 10. So there's there's plenty of time. You know, if you it's a Wednesday night, so it's a great night to go see some comedy. If you have to work the next morning, that's fine. You can still have time to do that. And if you don't have to work, then stay and hang out. It's going to be good. So April 1st is the show. Get your tickets ahead of time. You get a discount if you get them ahead of time. And we would like if you got them ahead of time because then we know that you're coming. And then you may or may not be able to also uh, witness Greg Nibbler trying his hand at child. Rapping. No, I'm not going to do that. That's not. Last time we read, I had to read something from my song lyrics from in college when I was. What did I call myself? Oh yeah, it was a Pan Taylor, Pantera version of Taylor Swift. Yeah, Pan Taylor. Those were the yeah Pan Taylor, Pan which I still need still to get. Amazing. That. Yeah, how come you haven't done that yet? I need to do that. I need to get that. And then I had to read my poem that I wrote in college, Sorority yeah. of Lies. Yeah, yeah. I do have another poem. Oh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, we have our special guest. All right. Sure. Maybe we should. Well, I have a song that I want to play to bring him it's on. It's like he's never been on a microphone before. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is kind of a special day today. Year has come and gone. So grab your fucking party hat and put that fucker on. We're going to drink a lot of fucking. 
smoke a lot of fucking pot. And if you're supposed to work tomorrow, better call and tell him to fuck off. Happy fucking birthday to you. All your fucking friends are here and your fucking family too. Hope you get some fucking action, fucking drink until you spew. Happy fucking birthday to you. Well, we're gonna go out and hit every fucking bar. All your drinks are on the house, yeah, you're the fucking star. Get all fucking drunk and rowdy, gonna turn some fucking heads. Gonna party down so fucking hard, we're gonna tear this down to fucking shreds. Happy fucking birthday to you. Your fucking friends are here and your fucking family too. Hope you get some fucking action, fucking drink until you spew. Happy fucking birthday to you. I said happy fucking birthday to you. Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome now to the show, the birthday boy himself. It's weird when you call him a boy. Yeah, no, isn't it? <laughs> I want to at least make something creepy out of it. The, the birthday boy. Racist. Oh, it just, it just sounded kind of romantic. Did you just call me boy, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is Keelan King. Hi, guys. Hi, Keelan. Hi, Keelan. Hi, white people. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy you. birthday to you. So it's a, you. it's a real special day today. Yes, yes, it is. Um, yeah. I've officially uh, entered the old people's club. Um, today is my 40th birthday. Oh, oh man. God. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I looked at Sarah last night because I, 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 I was out and saw the guys last night. And um, I just kind of looked at Sarah at one point in the evening. I was like, how the fuck did I get to 40? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I knew you when you were still in your 20s. Hell yeah. I just, oh, my God. I just looked up. I'm like, wait. Wait, oh shit, wait, no, I'm 40. No, oh no, wait. Is that just so trippy? <laughs> yeah, it's like, crazy. And to be honest with you, I've never um I've never really put a lot of importance on like my age and yeah. really like cuz when I hit 30 everybody's like, "Oh, when you're 30 everything's different." I'm like, "No, actually it's I'm <laughs> still the same motherfucker." I yeah. And I didn't feel any different and like to be honest with you, this is the probably one of the first times when I actually gave some thought to Oh shit, wait. Like, I'm a certain age. Like, well, you know what I mean? It's like, a milestone age. It's weird. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it's one of those things that, like, when you're a kid, you don't ever think of, like, being 40. Mm-hmm. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's don't. just some shit you don't think of. Like, you know what I'm saying? So when I, when, I, when, when I sat down to think about it, I'm like, actually, A, it's kind of fucking cool because, mm-hmm. you know, you realize, look, you know, I've managed to survive <laughs> you have. Right? until yeah. I'm fucking 40. Made and, it to it. Yeah, and, and then at the same time, like, holy shit, like, now what do I do? Like, what the what the fuck is the rest of my life about? Like, I'm fucking 40. Like, I have to be an adult now. Like, well, I don't have to. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I know, you, I lo- I know uh, lots for, of 40-year-olds that 40, are adults. 40 is the new 30, right? You feel like there's, a, like, a whole level of responsibility to, like, motherfucker, you 40 years old. What are oh you doing? Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the kind of questions people ask you now. When yeah. you do shit now, people are like, motherfucker, you 40 years old. I'm oh a grown-ass God. man. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what you think of. You think of 40 as, like, your parents' age. Yeah. you know, I remember, yeah. like, the over the hill. I remember, no. like, my dad, you know, like, with the big old the yep. man with the cane. Yo, I remember my like, dad's 40th birthday. I yeah. still have the picture with Harvey. <laughs> oh, and Harvey. his over the hill 40, you know, balloons and shit in yeah. his office. Like, I have that picture. And now you're oh, that wow. age. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, it's that's fucking so crazy. Creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's weird. Yeah, so, are you saying that you'd be mad if I got you something that's a, <laughs> like a over the hill thing? Uh, uh, no. Well, Sarah, you're on my list of favorite people, so I'm probably not going to be too upset. <laughs> no, see, you can recreate it. So, like, I'll, yeah. I'll give you some over the hill shit, and then you can send a picture of you on your 40th to Harvey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He will love that shit. <laughs> he, will, he, will be, he will be so happy with that shit. Yeah. Now, well, I oh, think yeah. that you should be proud of all you've accomplished in these past 40 years. Well, thank you. I am. Um, I, I feel okay. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I think you get. To, you, it's not like I'm going to die tomorrow, but like you feel like you get to a certain point in life, and you're like, "Have I like done shit? Like, you know what I mean? Have <laughs> yeah. I? Actually... Are you are you having a, a midlife crisis right now on oh the my show? God, he's going to buy a sports car. Is that what's happening? Car. I can't afford a, a fucking sports car. <laughs> um, my hair, like, I can't do ponytails. Yeah, so but you like, still have all your hair. Happen. That's a yeah, good thing. I still thing. have my hair. You know, what I'm saying get a little bit of gray in there. It's coming in. No, a but bit. it's still there yeah. at least. Yeah, Would you rather yeah. have gray hair than no hair? Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, cold. That's that's cold to everybody out there who. Yeah, their heads get cold because so they don't have hair. Oh wow. What? That's Sarah saying that, <laughs> mind you, not me. Don't send the hate mail to me. <laughs> no, that's 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 awesome. <laughs> nah, it's just it's just weird, man. I you know it's one of those things I never really gave a lot of thought of, and then you know I think maybe you know, yesterday or the day before I actually sat down. I was like, wait a minute. 
What does this mean? <laughs> what is, what mean? is life for anyway? <laughs> it's a double rainbow. <laughs> wow. So 40 is like well, when people like get super into something. Like maybe you'll start collecting something. Maybe you'll get super into like marathons. Oh, what? Now you got to get into a habit. Who was the comedian we had on? It's like, at what point do dinner plates become artwork yeah. that you put on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to start a plate collection now? Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, wow. No, that's bad. I don't I don't want any of that old people shit in my house. I don't even know what to do. But man. Oh, my gosh. Nobody's getting my... My hair. I, I love every. My dad is bald. I love bald people. Oh, Why is well, people trip, why are people tripping? Seems like you're kind of backtracking a little bit. There is what I'm. What it kind of sounds like to me. No, I God I know it. bald. Some of my best friends are bald people. Shut <laughs> up, <laughs> bastard. Damn. Yeah, so maybe Keelan, yeah. So you can like hang plates on the walls. You can be. I don't know. You can be an accomplished musician that might be releasing an album today. Yeah, I don't you know. You can do anything you want. I don't know if I'll get anywhere near 93,000 hits on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we'll keep working at it. Well, yeah. So you do. You have an album that just came out today. Yes. 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 I'm uh, super, super excited about this just because uh, I posted on Facebook a couple weeks ago. Holy shit. I've just gotten inspired for my next project. Because everybody knows that I'm, you know, the, that I've been doing the Star Pilot um projects the last few years mm-hmm. and uh i'm actually coming towards the tail end of the third in the series um so for a while one of the thoughts i was like i had was like well shit like once i finish this star pilot album i have no idea what i'm gonna do next like I, yeah i need a new idea and one day this just fucking came to me and i'm like oh shit i know what i will do <laughs> and um what i decided was to take uh you know because star pilot was my love of science fiction and music, you know, combined to give you what you see. Yep. Which the website is? Starpilotmusic.com. Starpilotmusic.com. Go Starpilot there and get the com. Yeah. If, why are you waiting for the album? Get your ass over there and buy a t-shirt or something. Go. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's so much stuff yeah. that you can get. Yeah. Hook me up. It's, a, it, it, it's his birthday. Come yeah, on. What yeah. better Come present on. could you give to him than support his art out. that he's he worked He turned really 40. For God's God. sake. Buy his album. Just a t- the t-shirts are only 20. Oh, the t-shirts my. are half my age. <laughs> buy a damn t-shirt. Hook me up. Come on. So this project. Shaming works well, by the way. I feel like you were trying to do an impression that I wasn't quite getting. Oh, well, actually, it is a little bit of an impression. It would be uh, the Hurley boy. It's an obscure Saturday Night Live one. Okay. Let the boy sit, let the boy house sit for you. Come on. Yeah, that's obscure. It's, yeah, yeah that's it's, a, it's obscure. obscure. Is anyone else melting in here? It's a little warm. It's a little warm. All right, just that's, and, and, and I originated that at the equator. Like, I like it warm, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm already, like, sweaty. All right, let's keep talking about Star Is Pilot. it even warmer than the room last night when I told them to uh, do jokes about black people? Oh, God. That was pretty good. Oh, that was hilarious. We can talk about that, but I, I want to get yeah, back. We'll go back yeah, we'll go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah let me, uh, stay on target. Yep. Stay on You've target. You've got this. You've got this. Um... No, and being yes, you still owe me a birthday drink. Like you buy a T-shirt and a birthday drink. Goddamn it, quit Amen. being cheap. Oh well, I don't know about the rules on that one, but we'll let it go for right now. You bend. You there's some wiggle room for Keelan. There's there's wiggle room. Yeah, no, there. It's today. All right. Yeah. Okay. I wish I knew. I wish I knew like four languages so I could say fuck your rules <laughs> in all those languages. Um, <laughs> uh, so what I did this time around, you know, it was it, I combined two more things that I love, uh, which uh, uh, video games. And my love of music. So, uh, like most of uh, us in this demographic, we spent a large uh, portion of our childhood playing video games. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, especially because you know it was you know the 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 genre was really taking off. You know, after Atari, which was like you know a few of the kids a few years older than me. Mm-hmm. You know, when the Nintendo Entertainment System dropped in eighty oh, five, yeah. I was ten years old. That shit was like there was nothing else. Yeah, no. like we didn't. You, that's what you did. You everyone you, wanted a, right. a Nintendo, and, and yeah. if you didn't have one, you spent your time at the kid's house who had one. Yeah, so <laughs> the kid who only had friends because he had yeah. yeah, yeah well, there was always that kid. Uh-huh. Usually the, uh, the weird kid. I'm, I'm not gonna lie; he's either homeschooled or he was the uh, only child, so he had every video game on earth. Oh, I feel. Oh, you know yeah. what? I'm gonna tell you. Uh, we had one of those. I'm gonna kids. tell you a really so sad story, but like, oh it's, come on, a sad story. It's not that sad. It's just kind of like it's an anecdote. And I'm not making fun of you know only child. I, we, just as long as you don't make fun of bald people. We were yeah, actually the, the baldest line, here. That mm. is where the line is. We wrong. were actually uh, one of the kids in the neighborhood, and we didn't get it first, but we were one of the kids in the neighborhood with a Nintendo. And there was actually a kid that used to come over to the house and chill, um, and he was a nice kid, but. We had the Nintendo, so he would come over and hang, you know, and want to play Nintendo all the time. And after a while, you're like, dude, I no, I don't want you at my house to play Nintendo. <laughs> and you're like, 
And then you start being a dick. You know, you're like yeah. kids. You're like, well, fuck that. So now when he knocks on the door, oh, we ain't home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh. Then you hide in the back room. Oh, I felt so bad. And like, I'm probably going to hell for this. This is why I have to tell this story now to get the karma off my back because I've never told this story. All right. Um, and then I forget what happened. I don't know if he had he had some kind of condition. I don't know if it's asthma or whatever it was, but like he had some kind of condition. And like one summer, like this kid fell over and just died right in his yard. <gasps> what? That is a sad story. That's it, a horrible story. Didn't Keelan? I just tell you I wanted to get the karma off my oh back? Oh my gosh. Well, what did you kill the kid? I mean, like, <laughs> oh my! God, I don't know how you have a broken there. heart. Wait, yeah. Now I don't. Now I don't feel so bad. Now I don't feel so bad because Greg jumps right to did you kill him? <laughs> oh. But like, no. But like, look, I felt like an ass. I don't know. I mean, I'm Michigan, bare, you do things different. Look, I mean, I'm I know bare, it's rough. I'm but bare Jesus. my soul to you, motherfucker. Like, could you show some fucking respect? <laughs> so this is I'm, the forty thing. It's going to be like the new honest, like talking about all of his. All past. because you didn't want this kid to play any Zelda. The new heart. Yeah, the new wow. heartfelt Keelan King is going to tell you what happened, and like for like weeks. I felt like shit. And I didn't tell my parents because my parents, you know, be like, yo, you know, you know, this happened to the kid. I'm like, oh, that sucks. And like the week before that, I was just like avoiding the shit out of this kid because I didn't want him to come over and play Nintendo. I felt so bad. Like I wanted to just crawl under the world and die. Like I was like, take me instead. Oh, Uh, Lord. I was like, I felt so horrible. Yeah, that's awful. It's one of those times I have never felt so bad in my entire (laughs) life. I. I, there was there was nothing to be said for it. Like I just went into my room and closed the door. Like oh. I could, because there's nothing you could do. Like oh, you, that shit yeah. sticks with you too. It does. Like you told oh. that story, and, I, and it's like, and they told me that shit, and it was like I didn't even say shit. I I bet you my parents was like, this motherfucker don't care about nobody. No, I was just oh, fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was fucked up. I just Damn, went in my room and closed man. the door. I was like, oh, this is horrible. And so, no, I felt terrible. So, you know what, kids? Love your video games and let them kids come down to your house and play your Nintendo. I'm- let them kids come to your house and play PlayStation 4. Look, if you got kids right now, don't hate the kids that just want to come over and hang out with your kids because they got let them kids play some games because you never know. And I felt so bad. Like I was like, I can't like if I, you know what? Like, cause you know, it's possible. Like if I ever have kids, like I, you know, I will know the kids who are just hanging out because my kids got some shit, and I'd be like, "Come on in, guys. Mm-hmm. Can I get you a soda? Would you like some <laughs> chips?" Because like I feel so bad. It was like the worst. Oh, that was the worst day. It was so awful. Wow. Did this just like pop back into your head? It recently? did because I was talking about video games, about video and, like, games? Kids, and we like kids spend their it, time like, at the house. Dug up like, a, a, a buried thought. It did because I totally <laughs> forgot about this, but like I felt so bad about that because you do you spend time at the kid's house who has games. Yeah, and it was like, but you're always just always like, oh fuck this kid! Like he's coming down here just to hang out. with <laughs> You know he don't like me. So yeah, no, no, don't be like that, kids. Don't don't be like that. Come so, on. Yeah, basically Show what your I video games. yeah yeah yeah. So basically what I did was I took my love of video games and not killing people. And, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and turned it into um, a, a, a little music project that I had some fun with called 8-Bit Ships, which is really – I kind of got stuck on, you know, the whole 8-Bit thing. Uh-huh. So I ended up just kind of turning it into, like, a whole theme. And so um, I got a fantastic uh, artist. Uh, uh, um, we, can, we can fill this in in the post-show. Yeah. Uh, what, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> Justiniano. Oh, Anthony Jones. Anthony, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah I, first, I was spacing on Anthony. I just, oh, yeah, I Anthony just... just yeah, just because I, I just I just started talking about the dead kids, so I was like... I, <laughs> I know, I'm like, Right, yeah, shit. okay, let's drop the dead kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm trying to move on. No, I'm trying to move on. I'm just saying. Anthony, so, you're getting spun in with the dead kids. I apologize, Anthony, Anthony. Justiniano, uh, permanent comedy. <laughs> yes, he's permanent a fantastic com. artist, and he's done uh, 8-bit uh, portraits of many of us. Yes. Um, and so, I hit this kid up and was like, look... I kind of have this idea and I want to throw it together and have, you know, you know, 8-bit art just to represent the cover. And 8-bit ships just turned into I, – I had done a couple of songs and the titles were like 8-bit friendship and 8-bit airship. And so I just started making up like more names that were 8-bit names with ships. And so once I did that, I was like, you know what? This would just be a nice little package little package, thing. absolutely. And so I ended up just saying, you know what? I'm going to do eight tracks. They're all going to be like 8-bit style. They're all going to have 8-bit names that involve ships. And like had him just work up some art with like some ships on the cover and like the little whole 8-bit like cover art style. And it's fantastic. So I, I got done with that and just like, you know what? I like this idea and I love that feeling that I had when I was listening to video game mm-hmm. music when I was playing. Right. You just be totally into the fucking groove of the song, you know, of what it was. So 
yeah, I just decided to put that together and, uh, yeah, throw it out there and uh, hope people dig it. So, oh, that's um, so amazing. Yeah. I'm so excited. So I have my copy. I'm going to be listening to it this weekend when I'm trying not to die during the Shamrock Run. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. I'm so excited. It's perfect running music. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's really, really good. It makes really you feel good. like you want to run and, like, jump and hit <gasps> blocks and shit. It makes me feel like, yeah, I'm in, like, Mario mm-hmm. Brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's one of those things I just – I've always loved that kind of music, but it's, there's not always a place for it. Like, right. you can't really work that into, like – mainstream music or pop music so it's just one of those things where it's like it's a nice little niche and it's one of the things that i've always loved so i was like you know what i i can do something in this style so why don't i just throw you know my spin on it and and put it out there because there's an entire uh genre uh called chiptune uh if you're not familiar that is nothing but artists who do this old 8-bit style of, of of game music um where can people buy it uh people can buy it at uh music dot KeelanKing.com. And Keelan, K-I-E-L-E-N-K-I-N-G.com. Music.KeelanKing.com. Uh, it is the first thing you will see. Uh, eight there it is. 8-Bit ships. ships. Oh, my gosh. All right. So we have our interview to play, but we do have a contest that Keelan's going to yeah, be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, hopefully there are some uh, gamers in the, uh, in the live Did chat. Do you want to do it now or do you want to wait till after the interview? Um, what, what would you prefer? You know what? I'm going to give you guys a chance to get get your your shit together. So why don't we do it after? <laughs> okay. Why, look, if you guys, you know, I'm going to focus on you know kind of older games around the Nintendo era, uh, original NES. So yeah, get your uh, get your gaming hats on, and um, I'll have some trivia for you guys to win uh, free downloads of the album. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's go ahead and play our interview then with Chris Gethard. And yeah, of note, so he had a public access show. We ta- we spend time talking about that. And then also the chat room that is set up. Just Google Chris Gethard chat. It's You'll be obsessed with it like yes. we were. And we were when he came in. So that's kind of what we start off talking exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yes, Edward, it is on iTunes. Yay! Awesome. It's everywhere. There you go. Get it in iTunes too. All right. Uh, here is Chris Gethard at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow right here in Portland, Oregon. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. This is such a bizarre thing. I've been stuck on this now all morning. This is what we we've been doing this. all day. Yeah. Now, since about nine. It's, we've been doing this for almost 40 minutes. <laughs> sitting in this <laughs> chat room. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. And joining us now, Chris Gathard. Hello. Hi, how are you guys? Uh, doing well. Doing well. I'm We're so excited to meet you. Room. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Yeah, so we got to explain this. So, of course, the Chris <laughs> Gathard show, I was, I was Googling it, and all of a sudden this chat room popped up yeah. on I Can Has Chat. And there are seriously... I don't even know how many people. There's, there's a, 26 people right now in here at 9.30 in the morning Pacific time from all over, all over the world talking about you and yeah. then like yeah. the, and then comparing different stories about random things. I know. They talk about their lives, but then you're involved in their lives. You're like the common denominator there. Yeah. I hang out in there with them. It's a web – like you can have up to 15 webcams going. We, we set that up. We just sold our show. It was a public access show. Now it's moving to Fusion, a cable network. And, Congratulations. Uh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. And I set it up because I was like, I want to live stream everything that's happening in our writer's room because I think that's cool. I think they'd like to see it and they can like ask what's going on and we can give them more access than shows usually do. And it, they use it for that. But now also they just all sit in there. You know, playing instruments and revealing they're, dark facts about their lives. They're talking about what they're eating for lunch. Somebody was asking who my favorite Gossip Girl character was. Oh, very nice. Did it's you just say Chuck real Bass? In there. You had to say I Chuck did Bass, say right? Chuck Bass. Yeah, he's the best. Not first season Chuck Bass though. Yesterday I checked. He was in. a little. He was a little rakey. <laughs> oh, for sure. Seasons, but he yeah. turned. He turned pretty great. He turned pretty awesome. I was in the chat room yesterday, and they they have they found out a thing where you can you can type in YouTube links, and everybody sees the YouTube video that comes up. Yeah, somebody popped up a foreigner video. Thing, yeah, yesterday like... they watched Space Jam in its entirety. <laughs> like all these kids, like thirty five kids, just all watched Space Jam together in a chat room about me. So I'm pretty proud random. of that. I'm Your pretty life proud is of that. Amazing. I'm that pretty is, psyched about it. Yeah, that's a top point right there. Yeah, I'm pretty psyched. Seriously, that, this kind of interactivity, I mean, people people would pay a lot of money to get this kind of thing. Well, yeah, you know? I mean, and that's what we're is, trying to do. Like, when we were on public access, we just had to be interactive because nobody wants to watch it. It's bad. So we <laughs> live-streamed everything, and I really made an effort. We really tried to figure out how to use the internet to make the fans feel connected. And I really just, like, I have a chip on my shoulder, and I really just want to go make the most interactive show that's ever happened. So we're going to see if we can do it, you know? That's fantastic. I mean, because, yeah, it's going to fusion now. Like, how have you seen... Uh, obviously, you can't talk a, a whole lot about it, but I think it, you said it premieres in May. Yeah, May twenty eighth, May twenty sixth. Are there? 
They're going to let us live stream our tapings online. So the first really? taping will be up May 26th, and then the episode will be on May 28th. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah, they're really yeah. progressive, and they're letting us really try to use the internet. Like, I just really think it's dumb that it's 2015 and that TV is still this thing that you just turn it on and watch it, mm. and there's no way to connect with it. That's not how the world works anymore. Not so at all. Right. I want to I be the guy who changes that. That's cool. So when people watch it, you'll, you'll have the live stream, and you'll have... Like, will you interact with people oh, online? Yeah. Like, and- uh, tons of that. And ideally, like, ideally we're going to have an app. I shouldn't even be talking about this yet. But ideally <laughs> we're have, we'll have an app where you'll actually be able to watch the show with your phone in your hand. And, like, if a poll comes up on the screen, you can vote right then and it'll affect what actually happens. You can vote, like, which one of us should have to, like, spend the whole show wearing a scuba gear inside that big tank of water. And you can vote and force one of us oh, to cool. do something. Like, That's I kind of awesome. want to see – I view the show almost like it's a video game that the viewers can play and where the characters characters they control like that's kind of my mentality but i'm also kind of a strange guy so oh, that's okay i no. think that's that's fantastic i like it back to taking control because it seems like we live in such an age where people you know to like time delay is everything where you can't do anything live anymore yeah. because people are so afraid of what's going to happen like i, I really like you're trying silly. to bring it back i think that it it's fascinating silly. well here's a here's a live question from a, a netter kinney oh yeah uh yeah. chris i'm going to a sleater kinney concert next week what should i write on my white shirt Oh, what should you – because that's a reference. I sometimes will write things on a white shirt when I host the show. That's a reference. What should you – you should uh, – I would write um, You're No Rock and Roll Fun. That's a reference that I think they'll see it and they'll nod at you and they'll like it. And also that's a shirt that I think would you'd wear again in, in the future. Okay. You should do that. All right. You're No Rock and Roll Fun. Yeah. Done. All right. It's there. It's there. I think she's, it's, I think it's she's there right in the You guys are super right into this chat room. I know. I know. I'm fascinated I'm sorry, by no, it. It's crazy. You. We're into you. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. But I like it because like the show, it's built this community of like real creative kids with nothing better to do. <laughs> right. And I like that. I enjoy that. And I like getting like one of the fascinating things was I did uh, – you know, I'm here doing Helium in Portland and I did the first night last night and a guy who was in the chat room all day was like, hey, I'm coming to see you tonight. And then he came up to me afterwards. I was like meeting people after the show and this one guy was like, hey, man, what's up? And I was like, you're Narmageddon, aren't you? And he was like, yeah, 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 it's me. It's Narmageddon. Isn't it kind of like meeting a celebrity? Like when you meet somebody from a chat room like that you know so well on the internet yeah. being like, oh, my God, you're, you know, like I was way into it or whatever. Yeah, I was is, super psyched to meet Narmageddon. Is that ever a little <laughs> bit nerve wracking, like having that much interactivity with people? I don't know. Like sometimes it does. Sometimes I'll get like emails or messages through Tumblr and stuff like that from people who – like I provide a lot more access, I think, than 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 most people. But sometimes sure. that'll turn into like really dark stuff or scary stuff that I don't know how to end up. Like people being like, "I'm so sad, and I don't know what to do. Can you? You're the one who can help me." And I'm like, "I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I will hear you out, and I hope you feel better. But I am not the one who can help you. I I wish I was. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's that's a bummer." No, well, that's a lot of pressure to put on you. Yeah, but you by and large, help. it's yeah. just kids watching Space Jam. I know, Usually, right? it's fine. <laughs> or playing the ukulele like the girl yeah. was earlier. We were yeah. watching her. Couldn't hear her, but she looked like she was very good at it. Oh, that's great. Yes. That's good. <laughs> good. It's weird how fascinating watching a person play an instrument you can't hear would be, but these kids make it good. These kids make it good. <laughs> it was hypnotic, I must say. And Yard Infant, that was the best. Yeah, There's a guy there in there named Yard there. Infant who revealed last night that he's, his nickname is Yard Infant because he Yard was actually infant. yes okay. yard infant he was actually born by a woman who abandoned him in a stranger's backyard and then he was discovered because the people who lived there their pug was trying to eat him oh my god <laughs> and he was the yard infant and there were all these articles he sent us links to that were like yard infant safe and sound like yard infant recovery <laughs> yard nice infant thought. he's the yard infant wow it must be weird to have your identity established at such a young age. Oh, yeah. It's like, and that's yeah. who I am. I yep. am the yard infant. Yeah. A dog tried – a pug tried to eat me. But I like that those are my fans, is people who are abandoned by, <laughs> abandoned by their mothers and almost eaten by dogs. Almost eaten by a pug, too. Those are the people I like. <laughs> so, Chris, how long did you have your public access show? We did it – the show started actually as a stage show at the UCB Theater in mm. New York. We did that for like a year and a half. And that's when all the interactive stuff started. We actually convinced Diddy, Sean Combs, to come do the show. That's what I wanted to ask. And you you successfully did that. Yeah, he came and he hung out and it was cool. But after that, it was kind of like, well, we're not going to beat that, so I have to change it. So we switched (laughs) to public access in June of 2011 and we just stopped broadcasting on that like uh, maybe a month or so ago. So it was like 
almost four years of my life were focused on public access television, which was like it's a pretty strange and at times sad environment, but it's also really cool and creative, and they really let you do what you want. So I don't regret my time there, although it was pretty strange. Yeah. How many times a week did you do the show? Once a week. We did it every Wednesday night for like four years. We generated over 200 hours of free content. One like they let us we we became like a cult thing there, and they actually let us do their um, the last presidential election. They let us do their coverage, so we did a twelve hour live <laughs> broadcast. Oh, that's amazing! It was the, apparently, the longest continuous broadcast in public access history. Wow! So that's a good. Oh, you gotta look up to see if you can get a Guinness Book of World Record for that. I wish. I know. Yeah, I know. You probably I wish. could. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I know you just kind of glossed over it, but what was it like hanging out with Puff Daddy? That was cool. He was like really um, – he's like a magical human being and I don't say that lightly. He kind of looks like he would sparkle. He was like first of all super nice, very, very funny. He brought a copy of his album for everybody who came to the show. Oh, that's cool. He uh, – he, uh, he, it was weird. Like they told me in his rider, they were like the only things we need are Mott's applesauce and this one like pineapple flavored Ciroc vodka. Wow. And I went and got the applesauce. And then they called me up and they were like, actually, like, we know this is like a, we know that you're not making money on this and the Ciroc is very, very expensive. So they brought the pineapple Ciroc. (laughs) And then he didn't even eat the applesauce. It was really weird. Did you buy him the individual cups? Or no, like a we big bought like two thing. big things of Mott's applesauce <laughs> and we had bowls and spoons and everything and he never touched it. But they insisted. It wasn't like one of those things where it was like, we want to make sure you're paying attention to the riders right. to get us That's green and Because yeah. it was the only thing they asked for. It wasn't like that. <laughs> and then he never touched it. It was like the one thing he wanted. And then I don't know what it was. And then he also – they told us – this is the weirdest thing. The, his assistant called me before and was like, hey, does your theater have any like TVs or computers? And I was like, yeah, we have both those things. And he, she's like, OK, all right. And I was like, why? What's up? <laughs> she's like, well, there's this weird thing that happens where when Diddy looks at a monitor, it breaks. And I was like, all right, whatever. Like, yeah. He's already like the coolest pr- – I don't know why you're <laughs> right. telling me these <laughs> weird lies. And then he came to the theater and we had this whole video because it, we had spent like a year. He said he would do it and then there was a whole year where he wouldn't commit to a date. So yeah, so that these, was like from January to January, yeah, right? Yeah, so there are all these videos we had made and all these interactions with him and we made this kind of video package just to explain to people what was going on. And we were standing in the in the tech booth of the theater watching it. And he walks in and looks at the monitor and he goes, oh, that's funny, and walks away and the sound just stopped working. What? He broke it. He actually broke it with his mind. He's super powerful. <laughs> his assistant told me that she had – I was like, is it crazy being his assistant? She's like, well, one time we had this thing where we were like partying for four days straight, like flying around in private jets around the world, going to different parties and after four days, she was like – when I say four days straight, like I didn't sleep and I eventually just like broke down and was crying and she was like – "What?" he was like, what's going on? And she's like, oh, like I need to sleep. I can't keep up with you and I can't do this. And he's like, oh my god. You just have to tell me. He's like, sometimes I forget that people need to sleep because I don't have to sleep. What? Like I physically don't need sleep in my life so I forget. So just tell me when you need to sleep. What? I think Weird. he's actually super powered. I'm not kidding. Uh, no, I know you're not kidding. I wouldn't That's say that. No. Fascinating. Lightly. Like he, I think he actually possesses <laughs> abilities that human beings don't possess. That is so bizarre. And so nice and so funny. Yeah, to add that into it. Because you would think, I mean, meeting somebody like that, you know, it's like, oh, he could have the potential to be an asshole. Yeah, or, or diva or whatever. Yeah, or he was totally like that, but... down with whatever. And then we wrote all this, like all these bits and he was doing them and then he would start improvising and was just crushing it, like crushing it so hard. <laughs> It was really – he gave everybody in the show a nickname and my nickname was Ray Ray. Oh. <laughs> it was pretty – So pretty can we find that, that online? Is that still available? There's for- articles about it and there's some video footage you can find. But we've never released the whole thing. I don't know like – I don't know if we ever will. I, I don't know like just like there's a part of me that feels like it was such a good live event that it, I think it Kinda should live and there. die. As yeah. that. And also part of what was special about it was like – this guy who's this inaccessible superstar would come hang out with us in this like basement theater for a night. Right. Speaks highly of him and I think also is like the world is a cool place now because you can like – the whole reason I did it was like I followed Diddy on Twitter 
and you follow his Twitter and it's like, oh, this is not a PR person. Mm-hmm, it's this actually is just like him. clearly in the middle of the night, him being like, I'm bored. Who's up? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like a guy. He doesn't like, sleep. You can access so. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, exactly. And like you can access that guy and maybe I could just ask him to hang out. And then for some reason he was like, yeah, OK. Well, no, yeah. And you harness the power of the Internet. Yeah. That is That's so cool. That's what we're cool. trying. That's what we're aiming for. Oh. Well, and you're uh, also – oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, how have you seen this just with your stand-up, just since doing this, like your audience? Does it uh, reflect a lot of people just from the show that are fans of the show or yeah, the they, mix? Yeah, they tend to come out. Like they're very sh- – like the people who like my show are, are, are pretty shy people. It's weird like – because I've done – I do other – you know, like I was on – I'm on Broad City a bunch and I've been on Parks mm-hmm. and Rec and, and, and The Office. So like – I think there's a level of comedy nerd that knows me in a Broadway, but then the people who know the public access show are very specific. And like, it's fun. I actually um, do a lot of shows with Mike Burbigley. I open for Mike a lot on the road. And he, like, two shows in, he was like, oh, I can see the public access fans coming a mile <laughs> away. Because they're all just like very clearly social misfits. Yeah. But I love it. And I love, I love that I'm a guy they can rally around because I definitely growing up identified with that yeah. feeling of like oh god like I'm the one I'm like the one artsy weirdo in yeah. this blue collar North Jersey town like I was that kid <laughs> I was that kid so I'm glad that they come and hang out and say hi and I hung out with Narmageddon last night oh my gosh <laughs> that's out. like I worked in AM radio for a really long time and you can always see the AM radio listeners oh yeah which, oh yeah, I mean and, and amazingly so but I mean yeah. I think they're kind of the same as public access listeners right. it's a strange it's a strange breed it's a strange, but I like wonderful no, breed I started noticing too like like when Mike started noticing, he's like, "All my fans want to take a picture with me, and all your fans want to hug you. They like <laughs> need a hug in their lives. They need physical warmth. They need emotional warmth." <laughs> so I'm very happy to be a, a, a leader of of the truly sad people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful title. <laughs> well, well, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say something else. I wanted to ask you about I, too. I, I was it's very excited to ask. Probably about the this. same thing. Yeah, that you. You were one of the authors for the Weird New York book? Oh, yeah. You guys know the weird stuff? Yeah. Uh, I've got the Weird Oregon one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I helped write that. That's fantastic. That is in- – oh, I love that book. And oh, that's amazing. For anybody who doesn't know, it's, it's a series of books, uh, Weird U.S., and then they have one for like each yeah. state and maybe maybe more than that. But yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. I started – it started as a fanzine called Weird New Jersey. It was just like an underground thing that these two guys made in Jersey and I found it when I was a kid and I was obsessed with it and I used to send them letters – and then I went to a bookstore where they were doing an appearance and they had been like publishing all my stuff. And I met them and they were like, you're like 16. What do you – we didn't know you were like 16 <laughs> and they hired me to come work for them. So I used to like drop off boxes of magazines at bookstores and enter names in their mailing list. But I would also – they just let me write constantly and then that led to me writing Weird New York and co-writing a bunch of the other books. And it's like the best job I've ever had oh, by wow. far. It was by far. So like – just like driving around looking at haunted places and abandoned buildings and stuff. It was a good That's gig. That's so cool. Good gig, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, how did you find that stuff? Just people send you or you knew about it? A lot of it, it was like people sending it to us. And then a lot of it, especially back then, because I started working for them in 2000 and the internet wasn't as fully formed then. Mm-hmm. So with a lot of that stuff, you'd find like one sense. Like one of the scariest experiences in my life was – we found that when I was working on Weird New York, I found some message board about haunted places and somebody was like, you guys got to check out the Guernsey Hollow Cemetery in Frewsburg. And I looked up this town. It was this tiny town like f- way in like the southwest corner of New York. And I drove out there because there was this story about the, this girl who got stoned to death in a graveyard because she was like mentally challenged. But all these, he had powers and they stoned her to death and her wow. ghost haunts this graveyard. And I was like – this sounds insane. I got to go see this. You have to see it. And I drove out to that town and it was really weird. And I went to this gas station to get directions and the guy came out. He had all these bandages on his face and I realized he had like no face. It was like (laughs) real crazy and then no one could tell me to get there and I wound up driving to this graveyard as it was getting dark and it was in the middle of the woods and I was by myself and like there was a remains of a bonfire around a cross. I've like never have been more scared in my life and that was my day job. It was the best. Oh, that's incredible. It It was really, I actually got so, I've never had this happen. Like I got so scared that I, when I was running out of the graveyard, Something about it was just so eerie and off. And, like, my job was to visit places like that. Like, I wasn't easily scared at this point. I was so scared there that before I got back in my car, I just whipped it out and started peeing because it was, like, fear. <laughs> it was, like, an actual fear. fear. Like, I didn't have to pee. It was just my body was like, ah! ah! So I just fear peed everywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
So that was the scariest place you visited. Have you ever That's, seen anything like haunty whenever you, um, you visited any of the well, places? Well, the scarier thing for me being in that job was actually interactions with humans. Mm-hmm. Like I was once uh, – we were – we. Once when I was still at Weird NJ in northwest New Jersey, we got these letters about this like abandoned home for wayward boys. Like it was up in the mountains and it was like kids in the city who were delinquents used to get sent up to stay in this place out in the the country to maybe like get away from the bad, you know, bad influences of the city for a while. It was like this thing back in the day and it was totally abandoned. We went up there. And we were in the basement taking pictures, me and my boss, and all of a sudden it was like that nightmare scenario where we heard a door open and we heard footsteps above us. And it was like, oh, God, this is like what you don't want. But still in my head, I'm like, okay, there's somebody else checking out this dumb abandoned building. And then this guy comes down the steps with a shotgun and points it at us. And he's just like, what are you guys doing here? And we just put our hands up and we were like, dude, we're just taking pictures. He's like, this is no trespassing. And my boss is like, are you the owner? He's like, no, but you're not supposed to be trespassing. And he's pointing a gun at us. And my boss, I'm so, I was still, I'm so impressed by my boss. He's just like, okay, well, you're not the owner. So you're trespassing too. And on top of that, you're pointing a gun at us. So whatever laws we broke, you're breaking more right now. And the guy was like, good point. Just get out of here. And we just ran. It was oh, bad. my. Like, wow. And there were a few things like that. The scariest What the one, hell was he? Uh, that's, I can't imagine. Yeah. Oh, my God. The scariest one, though, was we got this letter about this place called Buttonwoods about how there were. That just sounds creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, and it said like, oh, there's these swamps back there. It's near a river. And there's these cars that are kind of buried vertically. And we were like, oh, we got to go take pictures of that. We'll call it Carhenge. It'll be great, you know? And we go back there and we're driving around and it's this weird like swamp area and there's all these shacks in it and like falling apart houses and we're driving there and all of a sudden we're, we're like down by the river and it's you know it dead ends at the river and I'm trying to turn my car around and this pickup truck rolls up and blocks me and there's these two guys in it and the guy in the passenger seat immediately slinks down so we can't see him and the guy in the driver's seat was like massive like huge huge guy and I'll never forget he had all his hair was white and then there was this lump on his head and the hair growing out of the lump was black. Oh, what? Yeah. The and hell? he like waved his finger at me. And I mean, his hand sounds like a Rob Zombie movie. Dude, at this point. it was like, really nuts. And his yeah. hand, like he he put his hand at the window and kind of gave me like the Dikembe Matumbo, like uh-huh. you're not yeah. going no, no, anywhere. No, no. And his hand was like <laughs> it looked like his hand was like a catcher's mitt. It was so big. And he starts yelling at me, saying I'm back there stealing stuff and all this stuff. And he's yelling at us and blah blah blah. And, it went on and on. I'm trying to talk my way out of it. And then he eventually mentions the Jerry Springer show. He's just – and he's what? talking – like he's also – he's like, you come back here. Like we're in North Jersey and he sounds like he's like from the backwoods yeah. of like the most Appalachian stereotype <laughs> you've ever heard. Yeah. And he's yelling at me. At one point he's like, and then blah, 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 and the Jerry Springer show. And he says that. And I'm like, you like Jerry Springer? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I do too. And he's like, really? He's like, you like Steve? I'm like, yeah, Steve really knows how to like run the show. And he's like, I really like when they have the KKK on and I was like sure yeah sure yeah me too yeah yeah great and if we start like the tension breaks then the smaller guy in the passenger seat he's like holding his hat down so we can't see him he leans over and whispers something to the big guy and the big guy starts laughing and he looks at me and I'm like what's up man and he goes I'm gonna have sex with you now what yeah and I was like no dude no way like no you're not and then he goes I'm going to give you $20 and then I'm going to have sex with you, which is so what weird. The f- Were it's you like, by yourself? No, I was with my boss. Okay. Oh. And uh, Holy at that, shit. he starts to get out of the truck and I just gunned it. Like I hadn't driven away at that point because it was like the river behind us and swamp on both sides and we're on this dark, this like dirt road. But at that point I was like, screw this. Like if my car gets stuck in the swamp, it gets stuck in the swamp and yeah. I'm just driving through the swamp and luckily we made it. But like – it was nuts too because in my head immediately Holy I'm shit. like, those cars, like this guy like rapes people and then he right. takes their cars yeah. and he lists them up and so these are his rape trophies. full of bodies. Yeah. And then you know what's really nuts is we started – we published that story and it became one of our more popular stories and we started getting letters from people who were like, I drove back there. That guy chased me. One person was like, I used to live there and he killed my dog like crazy. A cop wrote us and was like, we once arrested him and handcuffed him and he's so big that he actually just like broke the handcuffs. Like, no joke, we were getting all these crazy letters. And then a year or so went by. We stopped getting letters about him. And then we get one more from this guy who's like, hey, I'm actually a cop in the town where that guy lived. And uh, I wanted to write and let you know that he died. And 
we wanted to let you know, A, so you'd have some closure. We thought you'd want the update. But also, like, we had run-ins with that guy all the time. And he was like a really big fan of Weird New Jersey magazine. He used to love reading about himself. <laughs> he was like legitimately into it way before he was featured in it. Oh, that's amazing. We were just like, this is the weirdest thing. Like that some fan of the magazine once tried to sexually violate me. <laughs> it's really weird. Really, really strange. But yeah, it was a good. Wow. That's like Chris. You were just delightful. That thank is thank you. Wow, what a good storyteller you are. Thanks, thanks. That's yeah, the only two jobs I've ever had are like ghost hunter and comedian. I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> Great job. Pretty proud of that. And you're really good at both of them. Thank yes, you. thanks. That's nice. So of you. you can see Chris doing one of his jobs, and maybe I don't know if you talk about ghost hunting. Oh, if at all. anybody wants to go on a ghost hunt after the show, is please <gasps> let me know. We actually so we just put out a video where we did a ghost investigation of my house. Really, Greg yeah. lives Do in you, a haunted house, a and, legitimately haunted house. Yeah, there's weird. There's a lot of stuff, weird stuff, stuff that's stuff happened. Down? Yeah, and I kind of refused to let any investigation go on. Like, I yeah. love that stuff, just not in my house. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I don't want to mess with it. Um, but then I lost a bet with Sarah and had to do it, so we filmed it. And we just we just put that up right now, Whoa. like that over yeah, the last couple of weeks ago. It's it's legitly creepy. Like we've uh, recorded things in his house, like the little girl saying hi. Yeah, when we first started doing this show, when we got laid off from radio, our first studio was in my it was a spare bedroom at my house, yeah. and um and yeah, we recorded some weird stuff. Like I Whoa. I didn't like it. I still don't like it. Why do you but, stay there if you don't like it? Well, I own it. <laughs> he bought so, it. Okay. Yeah. I'd How say, old is the house? Uh, the house is 1907. Oh, yeah. That's a haunted it's house. It's old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a haunted. You live yeah. in a haunted house. There's, when I bought it, too, there was still um, a uh, hitching post in the backyard because it's, it's kind of in East Portland. So it's it used to be more like a ranch territory, yeah. I guess, or something like that. Fields. What's the big, like, what's the, go- if, if I was like, take me to the big haunted thing in Portland, what would people say? Um, the biggest haunted, I mean, there's the Shanghai tunnels, which, Shanghai. oh yeah. Cause yeah. people used to yeah. get Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they'd yeah. Shanghai them. There's tunnels that run all through downtown Portland. Oh yeah. That's rad. Uh, there are a couple bars, but actually most of the bar, the haunted bars have closed. Mm, White Eagle. White Eagle. That one's. Yes. White Eagle in North Portland. That's a, um, oh. it's a musical bar slash, uh, used to be a brothel upstairs. All right. Yeah. People now it's a hotel. You can, you can like stay you can in. stay in the old yeah. brothel? Oh, mm-hmm. how hip. Yeah. yeah. How hip. It's pretty creepy. We actually went there during the day to investigate it for a show that we worked on for the Portland Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. And it was even creepy at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's creepy. Yeah. So maybe next time you're in town, you could stay there. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> so much. Well, that's awesome. Uh, so you're going to be at Helium tonight and tomorrow. Yeah. So four different shows. Four shows. Four shows. Go to all four shows, everybody. <laughs> uh, get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com to go see Chris. And uh, and yeah, dude, thank you so much for coming Please, in. Please, this was so fun. Oh, this, this is legitimately awesome. Legitimately so fun. Thank you. And uh, we'll we'll uh, send you a copy of our ghost investigation. Please, so you can, I'd love that. And so you'll you also see. see us in your chat room a lot now. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> I promise yeah. you, it's super addictive. <laughs> I know. These kids are really it engaging. Is. I'm like, afraid to turn on my camera though. I mean, I'm watching all these. I've people. got my camera on, but yeah. Uh, oh, oops. Oh, camera disabled due to inactivity because I wasn't writing in there. No, but it got. Uh, it I actually got on. kicked off because there were too many people. Oh well, room. maybe I just got booted. It Here, says yeah, cam's it. disabled due to save bandwidth. Let's see. Why am I not showing? Oops. I just refreshed it. Uh-oh. Oh, there are all the cameras. There's a girl laying in her bed. <laughs> Everyone's a lot of people laying in their I'm beds. I'm telling you, it's addictive. You will find yourself creeping onto this thing. Yeah, Loser Queen this... asks a lot of questions about Gossip Girl. Oh, yeah, Sophie. Wait, so is That's the answer Sophie. always Chuck Bass? Is that one of your things? You have to say Chuck Bass. Right? Okay. The answer is Chuck Bass. Okay, yeah, see, there we go. All right. It's not the best lighting, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, nobody can see. <laughs> yeah, this girl Phipps is in it. She stays in for like two or three days at a time, like Weird. nonstop. Yeah. Wow, it's a good. All right, thing. yeah. Okay, all yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Check We're it still out. in the check it out. All right, <laughs> go, go see Chris <laughs> at Helium Comedy Club and follow Chris uh, on Twitter. Oh yeah, Chris, Chris Gethard. Gethard. Yeah, which is spelled Gethard. That's the easy way to remember it. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Hey, you embraced it. That's good. I did. You got to just move. You got to just accept <laughs> you your faults and move on, right? <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. There we go. Chris Gethard at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. So get your tickets now at heliumcomedy.com. All right. We've got. Got to get him one of the little snappy boards. That's what he wants. His whole life is one of those little snapping boards. Damn it. That's, that's, the clap was supposed to be behind the scenes. Now and, and we're back. <laughs> that's how Greg it's lives for his my life. editing. He has. What are they called? The slate? Greg the has slate. a slate for any time he like, walks in there and he's like. Yeah. Nebla, yeah. 
And I talk like that, too. You talk old time. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Coming up. Real, real fine show we got here lined up for you. You really do. You kind of deviate into old timey talk sometimes. Nah, I don't know what you're talking about yeah, there. Yeah, we'll go back to the action, see? Yeah. yeah. Tell oh. us about the tunes you're spitting. My God. <laughs> you guys. Keep the ladies shaking the booty, Oh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about there? Yeah. A little boot scooting, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I call that jiggle, not the shake. Yeah, don't catch see. me on a Friday. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> My friends are idiots. Yeah, see? Hey. Yeah. Real right. fine stuff. Well, before the interview, we were talking to Mr. Keelan King, music.keelanking.com, about his new album that he released today, 8-Bit Ships. Word. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we were going to have a contest, correct? So someone could win the chance to actually get a download of said album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just worked up a little bit of quick... Uh Quick trivia, something quick, something easy. Now awesome. I'm nervous about my microphone that's so messing with it. If you no, guys, I'm not messing with your okay. microphone. It's, it's at the right level. It's if you guys are gamers like me, uh, you, you should be able to, to, to answer some of these questions uh, pretty, pretty quick and easy. So um, I'm going to put this out to the chat right now. Uh, first person that answers gets it, you know. So okay. we'll just make it, you know, the first person to post the answer. All right. And uh, this, so this is for live listeners, funemploymentradio.com yep, yep. slash live. If you're a subscriber, six ninety nine a month. If you're not subscribing, you're missing out, motherfucker. You're missing out. This is one of the advantages. So, But we can still play the game. So, all right. Word. Uh, uh, no, I'll, I won't answer, but I do want to try to guess. No, because you're going to accidentally blurt it out. So I just, won't blurt it out. I won't blurt it blurter. out. You're a blurter. I won't blurt it out. I am not a blurter. You're a blurter. You're a blurter. No, I hold it in pretty good. You're not holding it in right now. You're totally blurting it. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Oh, that dame over there talking a lot. <laughs> 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 I just got something thrown at me. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's try the first one. All right. Let's do this. Um... This one should be fairly easy. Uh, from the uh, 1987 uh, Nintendo Entertainment System original Castlevania game, um, what was the boss at the end of the third level? Oh. Oh. Boy, that's a tough. Oh, you got to mute your little microphone thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. About what was. Oh, no, that's fine. Amateur. Who was the boss at the end of the third <laughs> level of Castlevania? That yeah. is tough. It's the original Castlevania. Okay, uh, anybody in the chat have an answer for that one? That's going to be... I- I'll be honest. I-, I remember playing Castlevania. I'd never played Castlevania. And I liked it, but it was one of those that we didn't have, so I had to borrow it every now and then. Oh, I think yeah, I borrowed yeah. it from Tim Carver. I think I would trade games with him, so I'd get it for a little while, but I... I... Oh, the game trading. I love it, yeah. but then like, you would get a better game than the one you gave out, and they'd want it back. Yeah, mm-hmm. Castlevania. I don't think I ever actually owned Castlevania. I'll make it easy for people in the chat so we can, so we can move on pretty quickly. Just think... Um... Think classic monsters. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. Let's see if anybody can guess one. This is for a free album. A free, free album, album that Keelan has put his blood, sweat, and tears into. And it is a damn good one. Yeah. Uh, somebody guessed, is it Greg? No, it's not me. It's not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a classic monster. Someone it was monster. a giant bat. No. Uh, the, Dracula. The giant bat Wolfman. was at the uh, end of the first level. Mummy. You're uh, not saying that in your right, in your oh, right voice. Suman got it. It was uh, a pair of mummies at the end of the oh, third level. All right. There yeah. we go. Yeah. So, uh, Suman, uh, please to be dropping your uh, email address in the chat, and I will get you the uh, download code. We actually had the pleasure of meeting Suman a couple weeks ago, but we were both very nervous because we didn't know his real name without he might murder us. It's true. But he did not. Suman, he didn't. you're and selling he past nice the clothes. Man. Please stop. Posting Bigfoot and like Nosferatu and shit. Like just uh, put, just put your email address in the chat. Right. I know Suman also sends in a lot of questions to uh, Trends with Benefits. He, he sends in a lot of a lot of questions. It's actually pretty awesome. So nice. Okay, so drop your email in the chat. I'll get you the yeah. uh, download code for this. And uh, let's move on to question number two. Number two. Um, this one is a little bit of fun because it's um, it's actually music. So um, yeah, we'll. Um, I like it. I like it. I, I, you guys got like these are not like games that no one's ever played, so you got to work with me here. Um, <laughs> all right, this one's going to be a little tougher, but uh, any diehards will know what this is. Uh, please to be naming uh, the following music bed or th- telling me what game the music bed came from. Okay. Ooh, this is jazzy. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, this is why I like video game music. There's some really great composers. Man, the chat is quiet as shit. Zork? Nope. This is awesome. No, I love this music. I like it. This is one of yeah, my favorite games of all time. I didn't realize I was all doing right. the thing where I was just Yeah, like, see? Uh, Outrun. Outrun? No, it is not Outrun. 
And this was on Nintendo? No, this actually was uh, from the Sega Genesis. Ah, uh, see, I didn't get to play Sega very much. I didn't know many people with Segas. Okay, well, I'm going to move on uh, so Sonic? we don't spend too much time. No, it is not Sonic. Um, I, I'll maybe go back to this when we get a chance to um, get, get some more winners here. So uh, I got two more uh, to give away. Uh, let's see. Um, Please to be naming... Space Harrier? No, absolutely not. Uh, Please to be naming the game <laughs> this victory music came from. Oh. Don't say it. I think I know. See if somebody in the chat gets it, too. Sonic the Hedgehog? No. Afterburner? No. I think I know what it is. Contra? No. Donkey Kong? No. <laughs> Boy, you got some tough ones here. Really? These, these are, are like, this tough. Kalen did a toughie. Yeah. Apparently. Well, you were right. the one with all the Nintendo games. Nobody else got to uh, play them. Apparently so. not. John Loves Boobs in the chat says, is it that fucking princess one? No, no, it okay. is not. Okay, I'm going to try to go with some easier ones here. Uh, we got two more. And if, if we don't get them, I'm just going to give them to some random people here in the okay. chat. So, Whoever um, wants it the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, let's see. Someone guessed this game. Oh. Is this Nintendo? Yes. Paperboy, a boy in his blob, life force. No. Bubble bubble. No. Dig dug. TMNT. Mm-mm. I was amazed that people are getting When the it. podcast comes out, people are going to be screaming. They've been screaming at the, <laughs> yeah. at the radio yeah. like, I can't believe you guys didn't get this. Ninja Garden? Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden? Gaiden. No, oh, no. Gaiden. Not Dick Tracy? Nope. Mega Man? No, no. Um, Shinobi? Hint. MG. 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 <sighs> Boy, I don't know. Metroid? No, I'm so disappointed. All right. Well, I'm gonna move on again. I <laughs> you thought made some people, tough ones. You I made people, tough ones. I, I guess I did. I thought people played video games. Maybe, yeah. just, maybe I should have just showed up with the Super Mario Brothers theme and <laughs> called it a day. And that's what Keelan said before. He's like, I didn't want to do like easy. Oh, shit. Metal like, Gear. Who said that? John and Boring. Damn, John and Boring gets it. John yeah! and Boring, put your email <laughs> in that motherfucking chat. It's just John loves boobs at gmail.com. That's probably hell it. yeah. <laughs> I'm just he kidding. threw Metal Gear in there. Well done, sir. Yay! <laughs> yeah, and Kel almost got it. He was right behind him. Oh, so, so close. One last one. Uh, hopefully, this is easy because this is so easy. Everybody had this fucking game. If you didn't, if you don't know, what this, if I didn't have the game? Are you going to make me feel sad? And then I'm going to try to. He wouldn't okay. have let you play it. So basically, know, then, we already learned that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'll find Sarah in a yard. I'd let you play it at your funeral. <laughs> I'm such a horrible oh, person. God, you are so horrible. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. So, uh, you guys, uh, one last one. Go ahead and guess this game. And, uh, John, yeah, get your email in the chat, yo. I didn't have this game. Oh, my God. This is so easy. Duck Hunt? No. I'm wearing my Duck Hunt sweater today. That makes no sense out of context. It is. It's, a, it's a, the duck from Duck Hunt I have on my sweater. Here's a hint. Kicking it. Kicking it? Oh, was it the... Is it Tecmo Bowl? No. S- Tecmo Super Bowl? Excite Bike? Super nope. Bowl. Nope. Not Galaga, not Tetris, not Centipede. Man, I don't know. You, these are tough. These Ooh. are hard. Somebody get it? I don't think anyone's getting it. All right. Well, what was it? Uh, this was the theme song from Kung Fu. Oh, I remember playing Kung Fu. Yeah, where you just run through and it's like mm-hmm. then you get to like the third level and they start like bringing out midgets. Yep. <laughs> you actually yep. have to like <laughs> crouch down and kick the midgets before um, they get to you. It's little people, Keelan. I'm Don't sorry, be kick the little people. But like when you were kids, like, oh, here come the midgets. Like get, get, the, little, <laughs> get the midgets. Hell yeah. So I don't know. Uh, first person to type their email address into the chat gets the next one. Oh. All right, All right there we go. So we'll do that. All right, so that was Kung Fu. Yeah, and uh, John, if you don't put your email address in that fucking chat in five seconds, I'm giving it to Kelt. 
Uh, I think he was saying that you can go ahead and give it to him. Because he just admitted to, uh, John admitted to cheating. Kelt won fair and square. You cheating bitch. Kelt, put your email in there. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And And Bean was the first one to get her email address in the chat, so she gets the third one. Awesome. And uh, Kelt, get your email address in the chat, and I will make sure you get that other one. Awesome. All yeah. right. Now the rest of you motherfuckers will get spammed for putting your email in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> and the the Success. place where everybody can go buy it too is music.keelanking.com. Yes, music.keelanking.com. Um, for the rest of you lazy sons of bitches, it is on uh, iTunes, uh, Amazon MP3, and the Google Play Store. Uh, so uh, feel free to look for it. Uh, at your favorite music location, but um, I get a little bit more of the cash if you go to music.keelanking.com. Oh, so then I give the man the cash. Give, come on. Come on. Jeez. Greg's obscure yeah. impression a, that nobody gets. It's a man's birthday. Yeah. Buy a damn album and a shirt. This you is my favorite song. I know this. That's pretty good. Do you know what it is, Greg? That's Legend of Zelda. Isn't it, it sure yeah. is, Hell Greg. Yeah. See that? I know. But see, everyone knows these, which is why I didn't want to pick them because no, they're I've... so simple. That you went for some you know, obscure ones. You sure did. Yeah, and I'm actually shocked. Like I, I thought these would be a little easy. Well, it wasn't like I picked insulting like people that are listening. Well, to no, because it wasn't like I picked like Rygar or some shit like that. Like some shit that like nobody <laughs> fucking like you know. Um, I didn't pick like Earthworm Jim and shit. <laughs> That's Earth. actually the thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, there's games I could pull. You'd be like, "What the fuck just happened?" Um. All right, see, Jenky in the chat, he knows who the Hurley He Boy is. I'm just going to say that. All right. One dude, and it took Let an hour after you house. made the reference. He's just going to watch your house while you're gone. Let him sleep in your bed. That's hilarious. Let him let the boy sleep in your goddamn bed. What right. are you? Hurley He Boy. Yeah, nobody gets it except no. for Jenky. He's cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> He's real quick, cool. <laughs> real quick. Um, I just Actually, I don't really have much of a ball talk except for this. I did want to want to say... One thing. Uh, Legend of Zelda will not stop playing. It just wants to keep can, going. Can I borrow the uh, audio cord then? Oh, oh, oh. Why, yes. <laughs> Keelan thought that Greg was trying to grab his beer. I was like, wait, what do you, what <laughs> do you want? Which one my alcohol? Um, I'm going to drink your birthday two beer. Two things. <laughs> one. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. Three things then. B. Uh, th- <laughs> there is now set up, and I just set it up right now so the website isn't uh, elaborate yet. Funemploymentradio.com slash champions. We are having a tournament of champions <gasps> this year. Champions! Oh, I'm going to get in there right now. Funemploymentradio.com slash champions. You can go there, and there's a link to our Yahoo tournament for the NCAA tournament. And where on Monday, you can, can fill we, out a bracket. On Monday, can we read all of our favorite names from the NCAA bracket? Uh, sure. Those yeah, are people always start, hilarious. As people start signing up for it. So go there now, funemploymentradio.com slash champions. It's just a link so that you can set it up and be part of the uh, tournament of champions bracket that we're going to be having ha- having going. So you can fill out your bracket. You can compete against me. You're not going to win, but you know you can try. Greg, you lose every year. And so Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> so there is that. And also, I've got something here. Now, of course, Keelan's. Detroit Pistons are going to be taking on the Portland Trailblazers tonight at the Rose Garden. I'm not going to say Moda Center. Yes. But in honor of that, since I do, of course, love playing fan-made songs. What are you doing? Oh. Keelan, just for you. You can't do this on my birthday. (laughs) This one is called Dribble Dat Ball. (sighs) Greg just said dat. That's what it says. Dribble Dat Ball. And it's an Isaiah Thomas song. No, no, no. This is catchy. Maybe you can do an 8-bit version of this, Keelan. <laughs> if only life would be so good to me. <laughs> All right, Greg. Busted Bucket was better. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, we do have a, a couple birthdays that we forgot um, from a couple days ago that Vicky had sent in and we did forget. So we want to wish Vicky's sister, Terry, and also uh, Terry's daughter, Emily, a very happy birthday. Happy birthday. They both celebrated their birthdays on Wednesday, so not quite on your day of birth, Keelan. Yes, a little bit before. That's just all right. A, just a little bit. Okay. But you get your Friday the 13th, so that's good. Word. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. There we go. All right. Awesome. And that's all she wrote. And you're going to be at the game tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um I I, I have no uh no no real thoughts of uh, expecting a win. 
<laughs> as we have I lost know. seven. I don't Remember two years ago when uh, you were in a room full of Blazer fans? And I do remember yeah. this. We were so cocky and... And Detroit came out and just smashed us. I, yeah. I do that remember that, fun. but we have lost seven straight, so it's like I kind of just want to go. You know what the Blazers go. are good for? I'm sorry, and I'm not speaking ill of my team, but we're good at breaking those streaks. <laughs> yes, they are. I mean, anyone who's a Blazers fan knows that that's Everybody true. Everybody knows. No, I understand. Yeah. So I want to go. I <laughs> you lose have a enough good... games, you can beat the Blazers. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy to get a chance to see my team in person because it only happens once a year. So, I, you yeah. know, I just want to go have a good time tonight. Is I'm, I'm excited. Rip City Bad Boys double date? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and T are going to be there. So, um, yeah, there will be no Rip City Bad Boys uh, okay. this week. Um, I've got some other things to do as well tomorrow uh, aside from getting drunk on my birthday. So, <laughs> T and I are not doing the show, but we will be back the uh, following week. Well, Keelan, awesome. I just want to tell you how happy I am to be friends with you after all these years. And you look very wonderful. Thank for you. Your, do it good for, for 40. over the hill. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I and you've accomplished so a lot, and you should feel proud. Thank you so much, guys. Mm, look at that. We love you. I love you guys. I love you too. And let the kids play the video games. That's what we're thinking about. <laughs> and that's um, the moral of today's story. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Pick up a copy of uh, Keelan's album, music.keelanking.com. And go to funemploymentradio.com and pick up your tickets to the Comedy Showcase. Comedy Showcase happening Wednesday, April 1st. Yes. Please, please come hang out with us. It'll be fun. Get your tickets now, funemploymentradio.com. It's to laugh. All right. You guys are fantastic. Thank you so much. Thanks to Chris Gethard and uh, everybody from last night. This has been awesome. Yes, and congratulations to all the winners for Keelan's new album. Yes, indeed. All right. Oh, wish us luck at the Shamrock Run. Holy shit, that's on Sunday. Oh, God, that's oh, terrible. My God. All right, we'll be back on Monday with more funemploymentradio.com. Maybe. Com. Maybe unless we <laughs> die. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>